Hey guys, welcome back to our session. Today we are going to discuss about your paper informatics. I am going to deal with module 2 of the same paper which is titled as Introduction to Hardware. So let us move on to a very brief discussion about the introductory portion of the same module introduction to hardware. So we will not be getting into too much of a detail about the topics that we are going to deal with in this PPT slides. Okay. Just because the entire module is actually a detailed explanation about all the topics that I have just mentioned in this module. And this is how your module is patterned like too. So I hope this PPT this interactive PPT is helpful in making the subject a bit more interesting. Okay, so let's go ahead. Welcome you all once again to our session. Before moving on to a discussion on hardware, do you know that all the elements that go together to make up a computer can be characterized into two, hardware and software. You might be pretty familiar with the word or the term software, but what exactly is this hardware? The physical components of a computer on which we can install an operating system and a number of softwares so as to perform our desired functions is called a hardware. So you might be asking this question to me if you are in a class. Miss, can you get me some examples for hardwares? Of course, you can find hardwares everywhere around. Okay. For example, a motherboard. A motherboard is a hardware. A display monitor. That is a hardware. You might be right now sitting in front of it. All the removable media devices like CD, DVD, USB flash drive, tape drive. All these are hardwares. Sound card and speaker, even headphone is a hardware. Input devices like a keyboard, a pointing device like a mouse or a trackball, gaming device like joystick, gamepad, video or image input devices, image scanner, webcam, even audio input devices like microphone, printers, scanners, modem. All these are the hardwares that we know already. Okay. So let us move on to a very brief discussion about each and every of these elements that I just went through. First, let us start with motherboard. So to listen to a class on motherboard, you go to the next slide and click the arrow over there. Moving on to motherboard, 
we know that motherboard is actually the main component of a computer we can easily identify a motherboard it has a rectangular shape okay it's a large rectangular board having integrated circuitry in it and these circuitries connect rest of the parts of the computer including the cpu ram disk drivers for example it may be a cd drive dvd or a hard disk or any others as well as any peripherals connected to the computer through ports or expansion slots peripherals will be imagine like you are trying to connect uh, a scanner or a printer that is a peripheral that is an external device that uh, you are connecting on to the computer okay so it's actually the motherboard that connects rest of the parts of the computer okay and uh, it is characterized by this integrated circuitry and i believe you are pretty uh, sure with this term called integrated circuitry um if i uh, tell you that you know at home we have this experience of broken remotes no or if you are having kids at home they play with this remote cars and all they break it many a time and uh, we have often seen many kids playing with this uh, rectangular a greenish color board upon which you can see this integrated circuitry okay so that's the same thing well over here inside a computer that is termed as motherboard and it is the main component inside a computer just because it connects all the parts of the computer very well it enhances or it enables a smooth functioning of the computer well so let's see what are the components which are directly attached to the motherboard the first one is of course cpu or the central processing unit we know that uh, cpu actually performs most of the calculations uh, that actually helps a computer to function and you know one thing the cpu is usually cooled by a heat sink and a fan you might um, had an experience of um, placing uh, your hand by the side of a laptop if you are making use of a laptop and many a times we we to have felt some heat air coming out of it am i correct so this is exactly what we are talking about right over here okay it is cooled by so this fan is over there in order to cool our cpu okay then the next component which is directly attached to a motherboard is a chipset okay see we just talked about that integrated circuitry no on that integrated circuitry if you just observe you could see these chipsets what is the function of this chipset chipset actually mediates communication okay it mediates communication between the cpu and other components of the system including main memory are you getting it so it actually mediates communication then the third component which is attached to a motherboard is ram 
or in other words random access memory we know that it stores all running processes that is applications and the current running operating systems too okay so keep in mind random access memory stores all the running processes and current running operating systems too well the next one is actually uh, bios that is the basic input output system it includes boot firmware and the power management okay boot firmware is actually a firmware which helps the computer to start okay it's basically a rom based software that controls the computer from the very moment when it is turned on until the primary operating system takes control of the machine so the main function of this boot firmware is just to initialize that is just to start the hardware and then to boot boot means load and execute okay then to boot the primary operating system then the next component which is attached to a motherboard is external bus controllers okay so they support ports for external peripherals and you have internal buses that connect the cpu to various internal components and to expansion cards for graphics and sounds too so these are the components which are directly attached to the motherboard first one cpu or central processing unit chipset ram or random access memory the bios that is basic input output system internal buses that connect cpu buses you know the term just means wires okay then external bus controllers which supports the ports or external peripherals over here to buses means again those cables those wires that we often connect computer well let us move on to the next topic that is power supply for that we just get into the next slide moving on to power supply we know that computers cannot work without power supply so that's the importance of this hardware uh, which is a part of every pc that's which is called power supply power supply converts the supply voltage to different voltages and you know what these are needed inside the computer system by nearly every component of it there is a bunch of connectors coming out of this power supply and it is given a different title they are called molex connectors okay a bunch of connectors coming out of power supply are called molex connectors and they come in varying sizes too okay 
So, just all this information as provided in your text, these is what exactly called power supply. Okay, well, I have placed a photo on the slide so that you can understand what exactly are these Molex connectors. Okay, take a look at it. And let us move on to the next topic that is display devices. Display devices include video display controller and display monitor. A video display controller produces the output for the computer monitor. So, it will be either built into the motherboard or attached in its own separate slot in the form of a graphics card. So, it is that device which produces output for the monitor. Getting it. it is called video display controller. Well, display monitors includes, of course, the computer monitor that we use. And it also includes display devices like CRT and LCDs. Okay, these are the two other display devices that we often make use of. LCDs are very recent development. And are gradually replacing CRTs. Just because LCDs are uh, very much affordable than CRT. Okay. Affordable means low cost. And over and above LCDs uh, are more lighter. And it also use less energy and also generate less heat. Are you getting it? So, um, the CRTs are getting replaced by LCDs nowadays. And I believe when we are dealing with this topic, most of our households are filled with LCDs. If not, we do not house. We uh, may be okay. Uh, maybe a few may be having the CRT monitors in their home. Well, uh, moving on to the next topic, which is... Move on to the next slide, please. Let us move on to removable media devices. They include actually a long list of devices, okay? But all are familiar with you. Maybe one or two are uh, a bit strange. But it's strange just because they are not at all in use. Let us move into a very brief dis discussion about what are these removable media devices. Okay, the first one is CD. What's the full form of a CD? Do you know? Yes, compact disc. It's the most common type of removable media and uh, it is suitable for music and data. And we have made use of the CD, okay? Maybe nowadays too. Well, the next is CD-ROM drive. Okay, this is a device which is used for reading data from a CD. Are you getting it? It is titled as CD-ROM drive. You can read data from a CD using this drive, CD-ROM drive. And you have another one 
may be belonging to the same family if we just start understanding these uh, terms like that we have cd then cd rom drive and then cd writer no so cd writer is a device which is used for both reading and writing data to and from a cd are you getting it and this is the same with all other devices that is uh, that we are going to mention okay uh, in the sense like one device will be there and uh, it, it will be uh, added with a term drive okay if you see that word drive that means the device is used for reading data and the same device that is titled will be combined with a word called writer if you see this writer then you have to keep in mind okay if it is a writer then it is a device used for both reading and writing what data okay both reading and writing data are you getting it so you ju just please keep this tip in your mind or else you will not uh, be able to keep any touch with the topic in the sense like if you just remember this it is really really easy to cover this part so we had cd then cd rom drive and cd writer then the next category is not category okay the next device in the list is of removable media devices is dvd and the full form of dvd is do you know digital versatile disc okay digital versatile disc we know that it's a popular type of removable media um and that is uh, the same dimension as a cd but one difference is uh, it stores up to 12 times as much information you're getting it that's the best thing about a dvd when compared to cd and uh, we know that it is the most common way of transferring digital video and is very much popular for data storage too okay i'm talking about digital versatile disc or dvd somewhat similar to cd but it can store up to 12 times as much of information than a cd that's the point well and another uh, device the next device that is something that is linked to this dvd the term is dvd rom drive okay as i told you before if you have a drive that means it is used for reading data right so dvd rom drive is used for reading data from a dvd okay it is as simple as that well then you have again the third dvd writer so according to the tip that we shared it is device used for both reading and writing data to and from a dvd triggering it so dvd writer it is a device used for both reading and writing data to and from a dvd then the next is dvd rom drive this is a device which is used for fast or rapid writing and reading of data okay that too from a special type of dvd so you remember this term to uh, dvd rom drive okay this is used for rapid writing and reading of data you please keep in mind then the next category okay next device is blue ray disc 
you know what uh, this is actually used for um, data and uh, yeah of course storing data and for high definition videos it's a high density optical disk format okay which is used to store data and high definition video and uh, it can store 70 times as much information as a cd that's the best part of it a 70 okay 70 times as much information as a cd well moving on to uh, a related term bd rom drive okay as per our tip bd rom drive can you explain it so it's a device used for reading data from a blu-ray disc okay bd rom drive so the name of the disc was blu-ray disc no so bd okay bd rom drive here we use this device for reading data from a blu-ray disc the next is bd writer and so we know already that this is a device used for both reading and writing data to and from a blu-ray disc is it clear then you have uh, a new one coming that is hd dvd uh, you know what it is just a discontinued competitor to the above that is the blu-ray disc okay so uh, it is it may not be in use right now the next uh, removable device is a floppy disk and I'm pretty sure all of us are familiar with this floppy disk and all. That too is an outdated storage device. Okay, it consists of uh, a thin disk, okay, um, of a flexible magnetic storage medium. So, just you write it as an outdated storage device. That will do the next is usb flash drive okay so we know that a flash memory data storage device uh, it is integrated with a usb interface uh, it is a small lightweight removable rewritable well of course the capacities may vary okay and i believe you are pretty familiar with this term flash drive okay see from now onwards you people should be making use of this term flash drive see it's just common people who say uh, do you have a pen drive i just want to copy a data okay a document you're going to say from here onwards just because you are now students of informatics no so you please go on and make use of a flash drive okay instead of a pen drive is it clear so that's the same pen drive usb flash drive you know what you know uh, you really know uh, for what it is used for well uh, moving on to the next called tape drive it's device it is a device that uh, uh, reads and writes data uh, and it does it on a tape which is a magnetic and it is used for a long term storage and backups okay so tape drive is a device that reads and writes data on a magnetic tape and we use it for long-term storage okay and that's it moving on to the next topic which is secondary storage get into the next slide we know that there are hardwares 
which can keep data inside the computer for later use. One thing very special about them is that it can keep data even when the computer has no power. So such hardwares falls under secondary storage. And we have here two categories of the same. The first one is the hard disk. Hard disk is actually helpful in keeping medium term storage of data. Next is solid state drive. This is a device more or less similar to a hard disk but it doesn't have any moving parts and not only that it can store data in digital format. So that's, that's it with secondary storage. Let's move on to the next sound card and speaker. So to listen to that, we just get into the next slide. Talking about sound card and speaker, a sound card enables the computer, it helps the computer to output sound to audio devices as well as receive sounds from a microphone. Nowadays, modern computers have sound cards built in to the motherboard. But we also see a tendency among most of the users. They install separate sound card so as to upgrade the existing one. Most sound cards, uh, it may be built in or added externally. They have surround sound capabilities. And moving to speakers, speakers include internal or external speakers and headphones too. Okay, so that's it with the sound card and speaker. Let us move on to the next which is other peripherals. Moving on to the last topic of this session. Uh, which is titled as other peripherals. So you might be wondering what exactly is called a peripheral. A peripheral is nothing other than external components of a computer. Okay, so all those external components include uh, or falls under the term peripherals. So let us see. Uh, some of uh, very common peripherals uh, which are there which we make use of as part of uh, a PC. The first one is of course uh, the text input device and uh, one example for text input device is of course the keyboard. Okay and what is a keyboard? You know this is actually uh, something that everybody knows but still for the sake of uh, you know, explaining as part of the syllabus. Well, keyboard is, of course, that device uh, that we make use of. For what? We use it to input text and characters into the system. And we input these text and characters by depressing the buttons. Buttons over here means keys of a keyboard.
okay and um, you know in your text it is given like it is somewhat similar to a typewriter but uh, i feel like if i just get you this information a keyboard is something that is similar to a typewriter uh, you belonging to the new generation you will start asking me ma'am what exactly is a typewriter okay there may be many who uh, has not seen typewriter well so you just leave that point you know a keyboard no so that's it and do you know uh, the most common english language key layout it is the qwerty layout okay qwerty q w e r t y qwerty layout remember that moving on to the next external component uh in your text it is a pointing device okay so as pointing devices we have mouse we have optical mouse and we have trackball we know that mouse is a pointing device and it can detect only two dimensional motion related to the supporting surface okay what you just consider you have mouse in your hand and you are moving it okay why do you move a mouse just because you want to select one file or the other and you need to point that it is just for the sake of pointing that file that you make movement using a mouse am i correct but there is a limitation for this mouse too we can only move it uh, in two dimensional motion okay you know uh, it will be more clear if i just compare it with um, a trackball okay you have that too a trackball is again a pointing device somewhat uh, same to that of a mouse it consists of an exposed protruding ball okay housed in a socket it will be having a ball above on the above uh, portion it is placed in a or housed inside a socket and it detects rotation about uh, two axes okay two axes see one thing uh, that you have to uh, keep in mind is that consider or imagine yourself you have a mouse you no know, uh, and you are trying to point at something you go on moving and uh, in many cases you actually your hand actually gets stuck in the sense like you feel like the mouth the mouse is not at all moving forward and what you do is you just uh, take it up then put it down then uh you know start moving it again and again am i correct so this is why it is called it can detect only two dimensional motion okay but whereas a trackball can run in a four dimensional motion so the point is you need in just take it up then place and then point okay uh, point or the uh, point the file on the screen so that's it and in between uh, we missed out one which is the optical mouse the optical mouse it's a newer technology uh, what is special about optical mouse is that uh, uh, it uses light to track the surface under the mouse and to determine the motion this motion is then translated into cursor movements on the screen okay similar to that of a mouse over here optical mouse makes use of light are you getting it well uh, then the uh, next one next peripheral mentioned in your text is uh, of course gaming devices 
and you have uh, the names of three gaming devices given over here the first is joystick then the second game pad and the third game controller so what is a joystick i believe if you have kids at home you might have seen it or when you were kids you might have played with the joysticks okay it's a general control device that you make use of it while playing games okay it consists of a handheld stick are you getting it well uh, then moving on to the game pad that is again a general handheld game controller and it is relies on the digits in the sense like you you have to make use of your thumbs uh, to press the key to give the input okay so as to play the game on the screen then the third is a game controller it is a specific type of controller which is specialized for certain gaming purposes okay so something that is designed for some um, some unique gaming purposes well uh, then the next peripheral is image video input devices you have two of this given over here the first is image scanner and the second is a webcam and i know you know both of this okay image scanner is a device device uh, it can provide uh, input by analyzing the images it can even analyze a printed text or a handwriting or even an object okay image scanners can provide input by analyzing all these okay images printed text handwriting and or an object well then the next one uh, is a webcam so you know what is a webcam uh, it's a video camera uh, many a time it is a low re resolution video camera it is used to provide visual input and uh, that can be easily transferred over the internet that's why it is titled as webcam okay it provides visual input which can be easily transferred over the internet the next peripheral uh, in your text is audio input devices okay so it's none other than microphone okay mic so how will you uh, define a microphone we have been using the term many a times but how can you put into a definition of it okay so you just see it it's an acoustic sensor acoustic is a term which uh, has connection with the sound okay it refers sound an acoustic sensor that provides input by converting sound into electrical signals remember that point okay microphone can convert sound into electrical signals signals you also remember it is an acoustic sensor and that is over okay well moving on to the next category of uh, peripherals that is the external components of a computer the next is printers okay so we have here laser printer and color inkjet printer as examples you know what uh, the basic difference between these two laser printer and color inkjet printer is this uh, laser printer prints very crisp text are you getting it it is more clear compact and crisp so uh, it is mostly used in uh, places like offices okay 
um, and it is also used over there uh, just because uh, it has a high printing speed. Are you getting it? Uh, but one thing is this, uh, cheaper models of laser printers can only print black and white. So if you want to take or take something uh, in color, print something in color, then you have to go for uh, a more costly laser printers. Okay. But whereas color inkjet printer, it prints photos and other images in color. Okay. But the trouble is the text that they print, that is not that much compact or crisp. Okay. Or clear as a laser printer. I will not say clear. It might be clear. It will be clear. But it's not as crisp as a laser printer. Clear. I hope it is clear. Well, the next peripheral is scanner. A scanner is a device for digitizing paper document into images. And uh, these are then manipulated by a computer. Okay, so you know what is a scanner, no? Okay, we digitize paper document into images using a scanner. So there are two kinds of scanners given over here in your text. We have handheld scanners. Okay. So uh, in this, in this handheld scanners, we actually uh, manually drag the scanner. Okay. Uh, it has a very small scanning head. We drag it over the document. You might have seen it. You might have noticed it inside your college library. Or I would say if you have visited in supermarkets okay, or malls, they will be making use of this handheld scanner in order to detect the barcode. Okay, so that's the same thing, handheld scanner. Then the second category of a scanner is flatbed scanner. See, this is designed to uh, accommodate a whole sheet of paper. So if you just have the whole sheet of paper, held scanners, okay? So these um, uh, scanned documents are then examined by motorized scanning head. Well, uh, if the original document contained text, that is optical character recognition software, it may be used to reconstruct the text of the document from the scanned images. Okay. So, uh, the point is, uh, if at all uh, you are making use of an original document which actually consists of some text in it, then it is always advisable that you make use of an OCR software. OCR means Optical Character Recognition Software. Okay, so what it does is, it actually helps to reconstruct the text of the document from the scanned images. Are you getting it? If you want the text as such as your input, okay, then you can make use of this optical character recognition software. You keep in mind. Then the next and the last of uh, last um, topic of this particular session that to under other peripherals, okay, uh, is modem. Uh, and I believe you know all of you might be 
pretty familiar with this modem you can see a modem inside your house itself if you have a broadband connection or even if you are having a cable connection we have that small square box now at home so those are modems okay well so uh, the function of a modem is this you know this word modem is basically a contraction of modulator and a demodulator so the point is modem can function uh, as a modulator and as a demodulator okay so a modem converts uh, sorry a, a modem allows a computer uh, to communicate over an analog medium an example for an analog medium is a telephone line are you getting it so this helps the computer to communicate over a telephone line so what it does is it converts digital signals into analog signals and again analog signal into digital signals are you getting it well uh, modems are usually involved with dial up internet services okay that was the usual case but nowadays we know that uh, most of the people are using broadband okay so uh, they are actually falling into disuse mm, but anyway uh the devices which are used to connect to this broadband connections they are also called modems okay and specifically you have given two terms dsl modems or cable modems so that's it about this ppt so i hope all the ideas that we had discussed here through this ppt are clear with you if you have any doubt you can whatsapp me okay or you place it in the comment box so thank you for listening thank you